Okay. 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 Cool, okay. Cool, cool. Oh, we're in it. We're in it for the long haul now, Maggie. That's right. Um, so we've we've really come to grips with what's what's happening here, and it's us watching all of Glee. Yeah. Uh, this is a Glee We Watch podcast with me, Maggie Carr, and my brother. Sam. That's My name is Sam, and we hate yes. Glee, and that's the name of the podcast and stuff. Sam, but, and, Sam and Maggie hate Glee. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I So I re-listen, and I don't know. I think we talked about this last time, too. But mm-hmm. I was just re-listening to episode six, and in there, mm-hmm. you, you, you mentioned that we're in the year of our Lord 2017. And yes. it makes me sad, because with the rate <laughs> that we're going at, like... We're not gonna we're not gonna finish the series until like well into twenty like the twenty twenties. I think it's, it'll probably be around like twenty twenty three. Oh God, when we're Which, both decrepit. <laughs> okay, that's that's a little far. I'm twenty two. You're twenty four. I think. I mean, the next five years. Are you saying they're not going to be very kind to us? <laughs> well, I mean, probably not. <laughs> We're not we're not probably in the best situation for making sure that we have a good five years coming up. But well, is the like the world might not have a good five years is yeah. true. But um, yeah, so this episode is so we're talking about season one, episode nine. The name is Wheels. Um, yep. Originally aired on November 11th, 2009, with 7.5 million viewers, which is up from last week where we had 17.15 million and if you were like, hey, isn't there someone in a wheelchair? Isn't this episode going to be about them? Hey, you'd be right. The answer is yes. The answer is this that is... this episode is going to be about someone in a wheelchair. This is Artie's episode. Well, um, kind of. I'm. It's about Artie, but it turns out it's actually about everyone. Like most episodes. In, in a way. Yeah. It's sort of like, um, how but... does Artie fit into this ragtag group? Exactly. So um, we start with a recap, as we are wont to do for these past couple episodes. Um, nothing too, nothing too major there. Um, and then we start with a, if I can read my notes. So I, I believe it's a Cheerios practice. Oh yeah. It's yeah. A it's Cheerios um, practice it's jump, with jump ropes. It's the jump ropes. Yeah. Um, so they're in, they're inside, which is not a usual place for, um, the Cheerios to be. They're nope. in the gym and doing some cool jump rope stuff, uh, to set you in the time period. This is when there was like that decom movie with Cordon Blue. I guess decom movies kind of like it's uh, repetitive, right? Because it's Disney Channel original oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. I was confused oh, actually, so I'm oh, glad you. Yeah, let, let me that one. break down the lingo for you. Let me let me tear apart this jargon. Yeah, um, yeah. Decom- it had Cordon yeah. Blue of uh, of uh, High School Musical fame, and sure. there's uh, lots of jump roping. Yep, and yeah, and the interesting thing is that we see male. Cheerios for once. Um, yes. There are actually some dude Cheerios. Um, but yeah, they're I mean, all occa- practicing. Occasionally there are some dudes to do some like crazy flips. Yeah. And that's, in, um, yeah. In, in the other practices. But there are, there are um, more male Cheerios in this practice than we have seen before. Yes. Um, and so I believe Quinn and Finn are watching this practice because Quinn is no longer a Cheerio. Yeah. Um, Quinn, Quinn is in her streets. Yeah, she looks uh, really sad, um, and she lets Finn know that she expects him to pay for the sonogram that we had last episode. Yeah, they're, they're discussing medical costs, and yes. uh, she's like, "You, she's like, Finn, do you have a job?" And Finn's like, "I'm trying to get a job, and this sonogram I think is costing like six hundred dollars or something yeah, like that." I have, I have the exact number: six hundred and twenty-five dollars for that sonogram. That's it. 
Um, um, and yeah. uh, I mean, the f- the idea that Finn could get a minimum wage job and like somehow have six hundred and twenty five dollars by the time that that bill is due is kind of ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I mean. It's also, I mean, we have to reflect on the fact that it's all ridiculous because for some reason she expects Finn to pay for this baby stuff when Finn I isn't mean, even the real father. It's That is true. Like, like if, if Finn was the real dad, then yeah, he, I feel like he does have a financial responsibility. But really, the one who has the financial responsibility here is fucking Terry. It's her baby. That or even like Puck, the one who we know has a job. Like, he might not make that much money, but like... Because he's a pool cleaning boy. He He has a job, yeah. He cleans uh, the cougars' pools. Yes. Um, But so, yeah. So, in this scene, um, Sue, I have that Sue explains kicking Quinn off of the Cheerios. um, Yep. To to Jacob. Yeah. Yep. The uh, reporter boy. Yeah. Um, Jacob Jacob Ben. Jacob Ben Israel. Um, That's right. (laughs) Because he wasn't Jewish enough. Exactly. Um, And then... uh, we cut to Figgins talking to Shu uh, about yes. the... How there's uh, no bus yeah. for regionals. Well, yeah, there's no... They, they can get a bus, but they can't get a handicap-capable bus. Um, yeah, which um, seems like it seems like an interesting thing. I mean, I think all buses have uh, a certain capability of that. Or maybe no. I'm thinking of like... No, I think, Am I thinking of, like, city buses, I guess? I think you must be, because, like, with school buses, like, the standard school bus that I think of does not have that uh, kind of capability. Right. You need, like, an additional, like, mechanism, and it, it takes away some of the seats. So a lot of, I'm guessing a lot of school districts wouldn't want to have those because you wouldn't be able to stuff as many kids on them. Um, I'm not sure why they need a fucking school bus anyway. Like, I know this well, sounds kind of kind yeah. of out there, um, and I, I know why Will has reasoning. Will has reasoning for it, but like, there's only twelve of them, right? They could fucking carpool. Like, it's not, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Um, but Will is really attached to the um romantic, the romantic like nature of going to the going to regionals on a school bus altogether. Yeah, um, because he did it with his group when and he was in high as, school. As we know, um, Will is just trying to live out his high school fantasy. Yes. Um, yeah, I had a note that Figgins complains about having to pay for the baseball team's cups, which I thought was interesting. Like, apparently money at this school is incredibly tight yeah, in every way. it is tight as hell. Well, maybe, maybe he's complaining about the football players because it's like, they're not very good. Why do you need so many fucking cups? Uh, well, it's baseball. You don't need cups for oh. football. Oh, yeah, because they got the squeegee water bottle things. Yeah. Um, All right, uh, here's no, Sam. Maggie, this is, this you is... understand, right? Because <laughs> baseball, oh, like like, like for cups their, for cups for, their, for dicks for their wieners. Well, cups really, it's for, for their balls. Like getting hit in the wiener doesn't hurt that much. It's more hitting getting hit in the in the. In the ball. I mean, isn't isn't it bit. all like kind of tender? They all it all seems sort of a like a precarious situation down there. Well, it's hard to it's hard to distinguish getting hit in the wiener versus getting hit in the balls because usually sure, they're sure. in the same location and like sure, sure. nobody is like nitpicking to that level. Um, but yeah, so but anyway, yeah. So I think money is tight, which is funny again because we know that the Cheerios get whatever they want. So obviously, money is tight because the Cheerios get whatever they want. And like, then yeah. we uh, we haven't even cut to um, the Glee bit, ha- like the Glee nope. thing yep. yet, right? <laughs> nope, we haven't even started the episode. 
Here, um, but before we get a little, before we go to the next scene, I'm gonna put in some really, um, really top-notch audio. Are you ready? Uh oh. That was my Pamplemousse Lacroix. Ooh. Mmm. Enjoying a enjoying a refreshing beverage during the podcast. After a hard day's work, I gotta I gotta chill out with a Lacroix. <laughs> wow. Here, let I me mean... let me let me cheat the brand to audio camera. Okay. Good. Um, yeah, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if LaCroix sponsors any Delici- podcasts. Delicious LaCroix, made if, in Wisconsin? If, if anyone who works for LaCroix or knows someone who works for LaCroix, obviously we are willing to shill for them, so. Of course. Um, I should say that, um, I will only advertise for Pamplemousse because it is the best flavor. Um, to be fair, I'll advertise the other ones. That's fine. I don't really well, care. Well, coconut is bullshit, and we will not be rec- we will not be supporting that. I feel like I've had I've only had one Lacroix ever. Oh wow! It was used in conjunction with alcohol. I'm pretty sure. So I don't oh, know if it was a, a nice good... a nice Lacroix mixer. That's always yeah. good. Well, because I'm thinking I, I think it might have been the coconut. But mm. used in conjunction with like an alcohol to make like a refreshing like maybe, islandy tropical beverage. Yeah, probably. Oh, that's probably not bad. That might be. That might be. That might the make the coconut palatable. Coconut. Um. Anyway, getting back to our topic at hand. The next thing but, is a new directions rehearsal. Yes. Um. Yeah. So Quinn is still badgering Finn about paying for things. Yes. Um, and, not Kurt. You said Kurt. Oh, sorry, Finn. Quinn. But, Quinn. All the names. <laughs> Quinn is badgering Finn. Kurt isn't doing About anything. Yeah. yeah. Um. And when they get into the actual rehearsal, uh, Will is passing out um, the music for Defying Gravity. And he, I think he automatically gives the solo to Rachel. Yes. And um, Kurt is like, hey, I would like to sing the solo on that. And it's like. Yeah, Kurt should fucking sing the solo on that because yeah. we keep hearing fucking Rachel every single time. I'm bored. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, before you get into that too much, um, somebody complains about the fact that they're pandering to the judges with show tunes sure. still. Um, oh, yeah. Um, I th- does, Is this where Mercedes talks about them singing white stuff? No, that was fucking a different episode. That was last, yeah, that was a couple episodes back. That's the thing is this is a recurring theme in Glee <laughs> is that we, we have really white music. Um. But yeah, so Will's, but that's the other thing is Mercedes is like, hey, I'd like to take that solo too. And Will says yeah. they'd have to rearrange the entire song oh, for yeah. Mercedes like to sing the solo. He says something about transpositioning it for yeah. Mercedes. And I'm just like, oh, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. they Like her and Rachel sing in the same like register all the fucking time. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there's some line about like dipping it in chocolate, which is... Ugh. awkward Yuck. I'm not, yeah um but like it's just we we talked about this when we watched the episode it was like are you kidding me like i didn't like, realize that skin color needed di- like meant different, different music like, like a what? different key like oh, it's so stupid um but yeah so then um um and they talk uh, about will tries to yeah. tries to discourage kurt from singing it because there's like a high e yeah there's some high, high f yeah there's a high i think it's a high f because it's neat, but like it, there's a high note and he's like i don't think you can hit that and kurt's like watch me and kurt's then like, um that's well within my register yeah and so they um so they, they it kind of sets up this idea that um uh kurt's 
and Rachel might end up battling it out for this solo. Rachel says something about how well, offering it to somebody else would be unfair. Right. Well, that's because she says that every time. Um, but yeah, and then um, Will talks about how they need to raise money so that way they can get yes. a bus that Artie can join them on to go to regional or sectionals. Um, and and um, he suggests... Oh. I think it's Rachel is like, is like, oh, his dad can just drive him. You understand, don't you, Artie? Yeah. Well, in her typical fashion, yeah, throwing... Yes. Yeah, throwing other people under the bus, as it were, um, and, like, trying to, like, get them to, like, using, like, psychological tricks to try to get them to be, like, oh, yeah, like, totally, which I already does. you're right, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so then Will uh, suggests a bake sale. Um, he doesn't really suggest it. He more He's more like, no, we're doing this bake sale so that Artie can ride in the bus with, all, with sure. everybody else. Um, which Santana says bake sales are bougie. And Brittany says recipes are confusing. <laughs> uh. Man, yeah. you got you gotta love like um uh Britannia's like little little jabs. Yeah, exactly. Every now and then. Um actually so my notes say so Quinn is actually the one who tells Artie that he can figure out oh, his situation. All right. Yeah, yeah, you're she's right. She's like, Artie can figure it out. Like right Artie can figure that out. Isn't that right, Artie? Which uh, like as you said though with like it sounded like something rachel would say so maybe they're more similar <laughs> than they want us to think oh no they're pretty fucking similar yeah um and then what do i have oh yeah and then will ties Artie's shoe after everyone else leaves um uh, yeah because at the beginning of the scene we see Artie like kind of fumbling with his shoes yeah um so to close it out we see will tying Artie shoes for him. Yeah, and like having a little chat to be like, oh, I'm sorry that everyone else sucks ass. Which, to be fair, they do. But it's a weird scene and it's uncomfortable that Will is once again doing something that is like not... Like, I just don't... Like, I'm like... No, I'm, I I completely understand. Like, it's like, we're supposed to believe that this guy is like a trusted mentor, but right. everything that he does is so fucking creepy and exactly. like... Like well, laced with this sort of like predator air that every time that we try that we are supposed to be endeared to him, it just kind of is gross. Yeah, well, it's that, and also like it feels kind of like infantilizing, I guess. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Artie, I mean, obviously, Artie knows how to this, tie his shoes. That's a lot of this episode yeah. is yeah, like true. people talking down to Artie, like yeah. literally, literally and, and figuratively. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and yeah, as an example, those can be used like they could mean that they can both be applied at the same time. I suppose, yes. Um, but anyway, so the next scene is Artie singing Dancing With Myself. Yeah, um, he, um, there's some, because he asks Will if he can use the stage. Yes. In the auditorium. Um, so we get uh, the diegetic moments of him singing by himself in the auditorium, yep. and then some non-diegetic cut in. Yep. Um, um, because yeah, because the he yeah. so we have the it's like a nice like kind of similar to how with Puck's um, Sweet Caroline in the previous episode, um, we've got like a nice like acousticy version of the song while he's on the stage, um, and then we have some choreography in the hallway and in the cafeteria, which is the first time we've ever seen the cafeteria. Yep, um, we uh, we are introduced to the cafeteria this episode, and he uh, has some longing glances at Tina. Yes. Um. So there is an implication of tardy. Yes, that's and, the, that's their couple name. Um, was there a food fight in the cafeteria during the scene? Not, not no. I but there is a food fight coming up. There is a okay. food fight in that cafeteria at some point. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, and then Will is peeking in on Artie singing this song. Oh, again. I think I know why you think that there's a that there's a food fight because there yeah. is like some food play. Okay, that's gross. <laughs> Later in the app. <laughs> well, no, no, it's just I have chaos written underneath, like pointing to cafeteria. Uh, oh, it's just like there's like um, it's when Artie is in there singing. It's sort of like everything is slowed down oh, okay. while he's For moving sure. at normal speed, and there's like a lot of things going on. Maybe yeah. that's why you wrote that down. Yeah, I think so. I don't know, but like I said, Will peeks in in the auditorium while Artie is doing this. Um, so creepy once again, of course, because why yep. not? Um, and then, so then we have uh, a second rehearsal where we're coming back to the Kurt and Rachel storyline. Um, yes. Kurt, Kurt wants that solo. Um, and Will, he basically begs to audition for it. Yes. And Will refuses to give his students a chance because that's what, what teachers do. I know, right? Um, <laughs> well, I think it's because he, in a way, is, um, well, we haven't had the, the Rachel Will, like, um, kind of tension come to a head yet. Like, yeah. Will definitely prefers Rachel in certain things. Yep. Like, while she might say that Will, like, um, cheats her out of things and is unfair to her, w- Rachel is Will's favorite. Yeah, um, for sure. And yeah. uh, it, it comes to a head in rather a gross sexual manner. Yes, which, <laughs> luckily, up, we so. haven't gotten to that quite yet. But um, That might be next episode. I think it's coming up. Yeah. Um, but so then, yeah, the other thing that happens in the rehearsal is Will, who is a hypocrite, tells them off for throwing Artie under the bus because yep. he's like at, right after throwing Kurt under the bus for the whole idea of you can't have this solo. He tells them he's, all he's off. just like he's just like Kurt. That solo's for a girl. Gender is important. You could never sing it. Also, all of you are assholes for being mean to this disabled kid. Like, it's just like, OK, Will, like maybe um, maybe evaluate what you're doing. Yeah, I don't know why I called the next scene new shoes. But hmm. um, it's the gist of it. Apparently, was that no, everyone? I, th- I I think you called it new shoes because um, basically the entire gist is that the new directions are wheelchair bound. Yes, yeah, they all have to ride in a wheelchair for three hours every day um, to get a get a taste of what it's like to be in Arnie's shoes, which is might might be why I put entitled it new shoes. Um, the um the uh, AV club wheels in like a big like a 12 wheelchairs i guess or 11 which i think wheelchairs i think uh will claims that he has some like connection there so that way they could use them for free or something yeah i think they were donated or something but it's it's not really explained what why or how they got them but it's sort of like you could just sell those to get the (laughs) money for the bus i'm pretty sure they're borrowing them but yeah. point still stands um but yeah so uh the next so the next part is so that's when we get the yeah. that's when we get the title card no that's way too late no, i'm pretty sure it is we already had a song I have, yeah but i have a note like i have a line that's it looks like that's where we got the title card i don't think that's true i think it's first ad break. <laughs> i mean we've been we've been recording for almost 20 minutes there's no way I know. it took this long and no, they wouldn't I'm, have a, I'm, I think they just slammed it right before the first ad. I but the issues they we've already had a musical number. There's no way they did a musical number in the cold open. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, anyway, before like wherever the title card is, it doesn't really matter. Um, let's but, open. Let's open the next scene. Let's yes. let's turn the page of this book. Yes. So it is. Um, so we're in home ec, like the home yeah. ec room. Um, because we're in the home ec room. Quinn is in there alone. Um, yes. 
uh, in front of a table full of baking shit. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, so we're doing the bake sale. Um, and so in order to have goods for the bake sale, um, they have to make something. So Quinn apparently got nominated to make the stuff. Um, and Puck enters room. stage yep. right. He comes up to her and hands her a wad of cash. Uh, it's because he overheard her talking to Finn about yes. medical bills. Yep. And it's his money, his leftover pool cleaning money. Yep. Like we suggested, um, even. The uh-huh. scene slowly devolves into a sexy food fight. Yep. Um, yeah, so yeah, so he tries to give her $18 for the baby. That wad of cash that you mentioned. Is, yeah, it must be all ones or something. Yeah, um, but she rejects it. She tells him, no, keep your money. I don't want it. Um, and so then they have the flirty food fight, which is fun. Um, but Quinn still doesn't want Puck to be the daddy of the baby. Yeah, and I mean, Finn but technically she doesn't want to be the mom of this baby either. You know? True, yeah. But Not really. Finn, Finn walks in on them. Um, yeah, he's he like they're covered in um, flour and cocoa and egg and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think I think the joke is that like, uh, like Quinn calls Puck an egghead and then like puts an egg on his head. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. It's it's kind of cute to be quite honest. Like we don't really get to yeah, see I mean, this that much. At least so. they seem to genuinely like each other. That's nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So then Finn, I think there's a little tension because Finn walks in and it's kind of weird. But yeah, he, he's kinda... like, "What are you doing?" And Quinn is just like, "We're baking." Yeah. <laughs> and Puck um, leaves. Yeah. So then uh, the next scene is uh, Daddy-O Bert. Um, Bert and Kurt. Yeah. So Kurt, it, it's Kurt in his dad's mechanic shop. Yeah. Um, he and uh, this is when I had the... Something. This is when I had the realization that Kurt's dad's name is Bert. Yeah. So they have <laughs> the same name except with one letter <laughs> different. Um, Which is cruel, what honestly. What do you think his mom's name was? Mert? No, I think his mom's name was like Elizabeth or something. <laughs> no, uh, like if if I'm remembering correctly, because the majority of uh, Glee fan fiction that I have read is Clane, which is Kurt and Blaine, which sure. Blaine hasn't been introduced yet and won't be introduced until next season. Right. Um, and I'm pretty sure Kurt's mom's name is Elizabeth. Okay. Well, I guess we'll find out. But um. Yeah. Well. Well. I don't yeah. think we ever do find out. Um. But I'll yeah, Google so, it. If it if it matters, it matters, but it won't. Yeah, so Kurt Anyway, is they're eating donuts. Yeah, well, he forgot to get his dad a specific kind of donut. Um, and so his dad is like, hey, why'd you forget this? And he's like, sorry, I'm just kind of out of it. Like, things have been going poorly. And Bert's like, oh, do you want to talk about it? Unless it's about a guy. Like, I don't want to talk about that. Which I was like, great. Well, I think, I think he's like, I'm not really ready for that. Right. Is what but he says. still, um... But yeah, yeah it's, it's not a great thing to say. <laughs> yeah. So then um, Kurt Kurt's like, no, it's not about a guy. And he explains that it's about, um, the, Glee uh, Club. about the thing with Rachel. So this whole Wicked yeah. solo. Um, there's also, I had a note about guys wearing dress socks with, or dress shoes with no socks, which I think must be. Yeah, I think it's something about how, um, like, how metropolitan Kurt yeah. is or something. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, so they're talking about this and, um, Bert, one of the two of them brings up the female wrestler who, um, her parents yes. sued the school because she was, they were, they told her she wasn't allowed to wrestle. 
Um, and she wanted to be on the wrestling team. And she wanted to be on the wrestling team, but since she was a woman, they wouldn't let her. So then, and her we get a, sued the we school. get a cut to um, this sort of like real this real beefy gal just sort of plowing through dudes, screaming at some yeah. Yeah, um, but it's great. Um, but so then you can tell that Bert gets an idea when they have this conversation. Um, yes. So, uh, so and then Kurt cut, just, yep. I, this is when Kurt is like, I'm full of ennui. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and, uh, yeah. So then, then it cuts yeah, Bert to, tries to fix it. Yeah. So it cuts to Bert in Figgins's office with shoe. Um, because of course, like we have to push Will into doing the moral thing. Um, which, which is you know, uh, this, giving his this has happened before. Yeah. Um, um, many times people tell Will to do the right thing and he's, he's like, maybe I'll do it. And then somebody's like, do the right thing, Will. And that's when he does it. Yeah. Well, so Bert threatens to, um, th- says that unless Kurt gets an equal chance to get the solo, um, he'll take a flamethrower to this place, meaning the school. Um, yes. <laughs> yep. And so then the three of them in this office kind of come up with this plan. Well, and it's really mostly, I think, Bert and Shoe. But yeah, um, I think I think Bert says something about my my kid being queerer than a three dollar bill which or is something. Pretty good. I actually <laughs> like that line. Um, yeah, I like it too. But um, so they kind of come up with this idea that what's going to happen is the Glee Club is going to vote on yes. which they're going to have an audition, and then the Glee Club will choose which person they want to sing the solo. Um, because that seems the fairest option. Um, so, uh, uh, so then this cuts to Will, like, so it cuts to a Glee rehearsal where Will is announcing this to the students. Um, and so Kurt stands, like, so everybody's kind of like, well, Rachel kind of flips a little bit because she's like... She's but like, this is unfair. My, yeah, the judges so then, are going to hate this. Yeah. Well, so then Kurt stands up and is like, okay, everybody, we all know this is unfair because I'm more popular and I dress better. But... Oh, yeah. Well, well, Rachel's like, this will just turn into a popularity contest. And yeah, Kurt exactly. is like, listen, I know I'm more popular than Rachel. And I dress better. But, <laughs> but, um, but so he, he makes everyone raise their uh, right hand and make a little oath. Um, where they say that they'll vote for the person who does the best solo. Um, Brittany That's raises right. the wrong hand, which is funny. Yep. And I think um, Santana corrects her, maybe. Yeah. And um, right as this finishes up, um, uh, as everyone's leaving, Rachel says to Shu, it's great that you have these teaching moments, but maybe you could do it without ruining my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rachel! Again, like... You oh. fucking melodramatic idiot! Yes, she's a shithole, but that's why we love her. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that kind of gets settled. So they're going to have an audition for the Defying Gravity solo. Um, yes. So then the next, next scene, scene is um, Will, Figgins, and Sue in the, uh, in the office, as always. Um, so... We're talking about so Will is talking yeah, about how they his, are they yeah. are discussing accessibility. Yes, because so Will is talking about how his students have kind of figured out as they've been doing this wheelchair thing um, that the school isn't handicap friendly at all. Like they don't have any ramps or anything. Yeah, not for... enough ramps. And both of the both Will and um, Sue are like, "Why are we in here?" And right, Figgins yeah. is like, "Oh, I just like to have you two kind of like Around. I like having both of your opinions." <laughs> yeah. Well, so so. Um, Figgins also says that he wants the uh, Cheerios to be more open. Um, he That's wants right. them to be more accessible. Um, and he wants Will to oversee it, mostly because Will has kind of created this um, diverse collection of people for the Glee yes. Club. Yes. 
Um, and uh, so, so there will be open tryouts for the Cheerios. Yes. Um, Sue says an, a very ableist thing, which is kind of... Yes. Yeah, she... Um, which I'll say here, I just want it to be clear that this does not reflect the views of Sam and Maggie Hagley. Um, <laughs> but uh, she says that uh, wheelchair... Oh, she's like, cheer, being in the Cheerios is about cheering people up. Wheelchair girl cheers no one up. Yeah, it says something about how, like, having somebody roll out there in a wheelchair is going to not cheer people up. Right. And um, um, yeah. it's uh, it's not a great thing to say. Um, nope. Because sometimes Sue just says something that's really, really horrible. Yeah, which I, I want to talk about a little bit because, like, we'll get to it more in the episode. But honestly, I think this episode kind of shows us that Sue is actually one of the best characters on the show. Um, yeah. It, minus the, like time she says like a single thing that is shitty like yeah i mean her her bark is a is a lot worse than her bite yeah exactly honestly um but yeah so then we cut to the bake sale which they're having in the cafeteria which is um and uh they've got they're all sitting at um a table with uh their wheelchairs and they're selling cupcakes with the most red frosting the reddest no no well yeah, so they're selling red cupcakes. Um, apparently, that's the only thing at their bake sale, which is an interesting yes. choice. Well, um, it's the only thing that Quinn made. Yes. So. Um, and so uh, they're all sitting there on, in their wheelchairs, and Brittany comes over with her friend Becky. Um, and so Becky is um, trying to, she has Down syndrome. I'm Here, let sure. me look up the actress. Okay. Um, but so, uh, Brittany walks over with Becky and they're all talking. They're like, oh, here comes Brittany. She's not even in her wheelchair, blah, blah, blah. Cause it's, cause so the people at the table are like Brit or, or, um, Santana, Quinn, Puck, and someone else. But like one of the other like popular Becky, kind of people. Becky is played by Lauren Potter. Okay. Um, and her, in her inner voice who we don't get to hear yet is Helen Mirren. Yes, I do remember that that does come up. Yes. It's very good. Um, but yeah, so um, but so Brittany comes over with Becky and um, offers to, she, she says, oh, do you want to get a cupcake? And Becky's like, I don't have any money. And so Brittany buys one for her. Um, they pass the $1 bill down the whole line of people at the table to the person with the yes. money box. Um, <laughs> and then and it's, it's like Finn pulls out the money box, unlocks it and put the sing- puts the single dollar bill in. And Brittany is like, oh, so how much money do we have now? And they're like, and we have a dollar. <laughs> and Finn says, with this dollar, one dollar. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. my God. Um, this leads to a conversation where Quinn asks Finn if he's an idiot, um, which makes Puck happy. And Finn storms off. I think it has something to do with the job, maybe. But yeah, it's something about how uh, if he can't even sell a cupcake, how, how can you pay for my yeah. medical expenses? Are you an idiot? Yeah. Something like that. Um, so Finn storms off, which is new. Um, I mean, honestly, like, the thing is, is that we, tar- we talked about it a little bit already. Like, Quinn shouldn't have to pay for all these medical expenses herself it's kind of unreasonable to ask for that but also it's pretty unreasonable to ask of that of finn who um isn't even yeah isn't the father yep (laughs) um but yeah so then the next scene is the cheerios tryouts for which are open to everyone so it's in the same gym where the jump roping was happening uh and we see a table with sue and will and so um, it kind of has people like doing it's various. Kind of, it's kind of like a like a classic like bring it on yeah. tryout kind of well, si- situation. 
it's even kind of like the first episode of this show where we, you know, we had the yeah. snippets of people singing and stuff. So, um, uh, notable tryouts we have are Mercedes and Kurt. They both try yeah, out. I, Mercedes and Kurt, um, try out and they're both, they're both very good. Honestly, Kurt does some baton twirling. Yeah. Um, Mercedes does some like stomping. Yeah. That, um, like as soon as she gets into it, like, well, Kurt throws his baton into the stands yeah. and it's just like, whoop, there it is. And it's like, I should go. Yeah. Um, well, Mercedes Merce- gets into it and I think Sue makes a face, which is not great. Yeah. Well, Mercedes is like doing some like stomping and clapping and, um, yeah. Sue is probably just like, oh, that's a little bit too ethnic for yeah. the Cheerios. Um, yeah, and then, uh, which, there are a couple other, like, random people that we've never seen before who try out. Um, one of them is... Uh, the wrestling girl. Yeah, one of them is a wrestling girl. One of them is a freak, as Sue calls him. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's probably, it's like a chill 45-year-old guy. Yeah, who... who- <laughs> is wearing, um, like, a basketball jersey and basketball shorts and a do-rag. Um, and he's pretty thin and, like, kind of weird looking. And then he does, like, this sort of spidery move. Yeah, it's um, like he, he, like, has his arms, like, under he's his... He's like a his... contortionist slash breakdancer. I was going to say, it, it's kind of like crow position, I guess, in yoga. Yeah, but like sort moving, of like crow. But, like, moving while you do it. Um, yeah, he sort of spiders off after Sue is like, you're a freak. Which, <laughs> yeah. come on, like, be nice to that random guy. He does look pretty sad as he um, yeah. crab walks away. Well, so... I think, I don't know if we mentioned this, but the reason they're actually having a new Cheerios tryout is because Quinn is off of Cheerios. So yeah, they're trying to they, get a replacement they need to for fill, They Quinn. need to fill the spot. But yeah. um, I think but it's was... implied that Santana is now head Cheerio. Yeah, well, I mean, the main thing is that we need, the, the main reason I brought that up is because we know we need one person. So we know that, like, sure. out of the people trying out, like, we're only going to get one. Um, and so the next person who tries out is Becky. So... Uh, Becky she- walks in and we flash back to the table where Will is like, be nice, Sue. Yeah. And um, it's just like, hey, Will, like, I get a- I get that you might be nervous because, like, of the shit that Sue has said. But also, like, don't infantilize the people, like, the disabled yeah. people around you. Like, you keep constantly doing to Artie. Well, yeah, it's like, so, and this does, this is going to come back up, like, in this episode. I guess, that's I guess we thing. probably shouldn't, we probably shouldn't use disabled either. That's not PC. I think it's differently abled. I mean, I don't know. We can quibble about, but, like, like let's yeah. just say, like, I mean, the main thing with this I just, is that I just want to be chill. It's it's insulting. It is it's it's insulting to you know the the people, but it's also insulting to Sue in this scene because it's oh, assuming sure. that Will like Will is assuming that Sue is going to be horrible to this person, like which I mean I don't know it's but so Becky tries out she does some jump roping, um, and then Sue tells her you're on like she takes her she takes her for the squad and Will looks really skeptical. Um, Will is of like what's what are on. you what are you planning here Sue are you trying to like. Are you trying to pull a prank or something yeah, like exactly. that? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Um, and Sue was just like, um, "Well, I'm pretty sure I did what I was told, and you should shut your fucking mouth." Yeah, like Sue kind of lays it and was like, "Hey, guess what? Like, I did, like, you know, I did what I was told to do, and um, that's how it's gonna be." Um, but so we'll come back to them in a minute here. But the next scene is um, uh, P- Puck and Finn. Puck and Finn. Wait, Puck and Finn. Um, which so they're having a lovers quarrel. Um, Basically, uh, they're wheelchairing down the hallway. Yes, but uh, Puck is a, confronting yeah. Finn about um, his responsibility to Quinn and the medical costs. Yes, and um, then they end up getting into a physical altercation. 
with some yeah there's some like there's some like wheelchair and wheelchair bashing and then um they both jump out of their chairs roll around on the floor a bit yeah um and will comes and separates them and is like you're supposed to be best friends yeah um puck says to finn that you're an idiot and finn looks constipated uh that's uh well that's about it honestly kind of the go-to for finn yep um but yeah so then the next one is um they're they're learning so the other part of this whole bake sale thing um yes. and like the wheelchair thing is that will says not only are you all learning how like not all are you not only do all of you have to use these wheelchairs for three hours a day we're going to do an actual number for sectionals yes they'll be doing a choreographed number with the wheelchairs yes um, um and i i'm i get like even if you haven't seen this episode imagine the most Imagine a a song that has the word well, the word rolling in it. So a we'll lot. get to it. They don't sing it yet. Actually, this is this <laughs> no. is before the song. But like, yeah, like let quite, that marinate in your brain. Before. Yeah. Um. But so yeah. So they're all learning how to spin. Artie is teaching them how to do choreography yes. with their wheelchair. Um. I made out that Kurt is very good at spinning. Kurt's pretty good. He's yeah. um. He's doing that like spotting thing that you do in ballroom dancing, where you like you pick a spot on the wall and you like turn your head really fast to keep looking at it. Yep. Um. It's it's some pretty dramatic turning. I'm pretty sure he's got like his legs crossed too. Yes. Like, it's yes. Like, he definitely has wow. his legs crossed on the wheelchair. Yeah. Um. But so yeah. So everybody is you know practicing and doing this varying levels of success. Obviously. You know, we could go through all of them, but you can guess Finn sucks, you know, <laughs> yeah, et cetera, et cetera. But um, so after this, um, we have a moment between Tina and Artie um, where Tina talks to Artie about his uh, about the car accident that he was yes. in where he got um, uh, where he got, you know, I'm trying to think of the word for it. Hurt. Injured. Yes. Uh, that. Injured. Paralyzed. That's just, paralyzed. There we go. Um which so Artie Artie is telling her this story about how he got he, in a car accident with his mom. He ends the scene on an interesting note. Yeah, he he assures <laughs> Tina that he still has the use of his penis, the full use of his penis. Um, um, yeah, it's it's kind of like a solemn like, Tina, listen, I, still I do have... still have the full use of my penis, <laughs> and Tina is just kind of um like struck by it she's uh she's speechless and she just sort of wheels away yeah she's like (laughs) okay and then she just goes she leaves all right yeah (laughs) um but yeah so i mean obviously it's trying to set up this idea that you know tardy or whatever the couple name would be would be a thing um yeah which uh i don't know it 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 could it it makes sense i guess um they seem to be friendly with each other yeah well, I don't know. Both, we we Maggie, just we Maggie, what? they both have physical ailments. <laughs> oh Tina yes, stutters. because of Tina's stutter. Yes. I don't know. We haven't really heard um any like either of these characters speak a whole lot. Right. Uh it's true. so it's just interesting. Like the thing is is we know so much more background for other characters, right? Like we've yeah. seen inside of Finn, Puck, Rachel's Quinn's life. Yeah. That's true, um, and I mean, yeah, we haven't. We I think the main one here is that we just don't know anything about Tina. Like, we kind of know don't. some stuff about Artie from the beginning of this episode and from we some do. of the stuff. But like, it's true. Like, I don't think either of them have really had like a voiceover of like yeah. A they haven't really had life. like a full monologue yet, which is yeah. like I really would like to have. Like, I know we don't we don't get full monologues for plenty of these of the New Directions members, but yeah. I don't know why. Like, I I feel like we should. Well, I think. For part of it, it's like, so like Brittany and Santana mm-hmm. and 
Matt and Mark, or sorry, Matt. Mike. Mike. Shit. They're all Mike four and letters Matt. with M's. But Mike and, well, it's Mike and Matt, right? Matt's the... Yes. Matt yeah. Rutherford and Mike Chang. Mike Chang. Yeah. So the four of them obviously were kind of brought on as like background... Dancers. Dancers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So like, I think the idea with that is like those four, like, you know, they didn't really plan for those to go anywhere because yeah. they had a specific purpose, which did not include having a full character. Um, and yeah. to that effect, I think they thought like, and honestly, maybe they're right that they just don't have enough space to explore all of the characters. They just picked real bad ones to focus. Yeah, I on. mean, we've we've seen inside of Kurt's life, yeah, Rachel's, Finn's, Puck's. We haven't um, really seen but... inside Quinn's life. To be fair, no. Like... I the only the only bits that we know about her is that she's religious, yeah. um, but also uh, lying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, and, yeah. uh, yeah, we, we haven't really, we don't know a, a whole bunch about Artie, even though this episode is supposedly about him. Yeah. Uh, but we, I don't we think don't, we ever get to meet his parents or anything. We, we don't know oh, anything we, about Mercedes either. Her dad's no, a dentist. except that her dad is a dentist. Yep. Um, and, uh, Britanna only gets backstory when we find out that they're fucking, um, right. Who else? Yeah. Mike Mike gets like storyline like fucking like two seasons from now. <laughs> yeah. Well, because. <sighs> oh, you getting little... sleepy? Yeah, a little bit. Um, But like Matt doesn't even like he leaves after this oh, season. Yeah. Right. So like he never like, gets we, anything. I mean, we had yeah. to Google his name. Uh, yeah, exactly. And the way the way to find his name was typing in Glee Black Kid season one. <laughs> yeah. So That's good job, good. Glee. Huh? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so anyway, so that, that happens. The next scene is Bert and Kurt again. Um, Kurt is... They're back in the, um, they're back in the auto shop. Kurt's wearing an Alexander McQueen, I believe. No, no, wait. It's actually, this is actually a scene before that. Um, it's actually cutting, sorry. It's cutting between Kurt and Bert. So like, they're not in the scene together. Um, Kurt is practicing in the glee room. He's practicing for the solo, so he's practicing his range. He's, yeah, um, he's alone in the choir room. He's um, uh, doing the thing where you press keys on the piano and match the note. Yeah, and uh, going up, going up uh, the uh, the scale to test his range. Yeah, and then um, and then Bert, Bert answers the phone. Answers the phone and, at his mechanic shop. Yep, at his mechanic shop, and someone like it's not a very nice word that they say. Yeah, um, it's, uh, he gets a call, um, where Kurt is called, um, like a, like a word that I don't want to use. Well, I I mean, yeah, they, he gets a call where somebody says, oh yeah, you're, uh, you're the dad, like your son is a faggot, which is not fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like pretty gnarly and Bert gets upset. Um, yes. predictably. Um, um and, yeah. And the next scene, Kurt does we, we do well, hear, we do hear Kurt, um, sing a substantially high note. Yes. Well, so Kurt does arrive after that call. And I, I do, I do want to, I, I want to comment on this like sequence for a second because like as the notes get higher, the tension in the scene like kind of builds. Right. I yeah. think it's really, it's really interestingly done. Yeah. Um, it's true. Yeah. So like as he gets higher, like we hear the phone ring. Bert goes over to it, and then, like, after he hits, like, the highest note, like, the note that he needs... Um, that's when we hear the when... um, the horrible slur. Yep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so then um, then it cuts to Kurt's 
coming into the mechanic shop to tell his dad, hey, I hit that note. Like, I'm excited. My audition's going to go great. I hit the high F. Yeah. And then Bert is like, I got a phone call today. And it's, yeah. And so um, Bert is obviously uncomfortable with what happened. Um, and Kurt kind of picks up on that a little bit. Um, what was that? Sorry, I had to whisper to mom. Mom was like, oh. "Are you talking to me? I'm living in I'm living in our parents' house." <laughs> yes, I, well, I mean, I knew that, but I I appreciate that you explained that for the people. I'm, I'm telling into the podcast for Hello. for all of our like three listeners to this podcast. Hello, um, I'm a I'm a millennial and I'm living in my parents' house. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're doing a podcast about Glee. The fact that you're a millennial was kind of given, don't you think? Oh God, oh jeez. Now I'm full of ennui. <laughs> Um, anyway, the next scene, um, is a, uh, facial and Quinn scene. So, um, yes. Rachel, uh, Oh, um, we, the Bert gets pretty, like, is yeah. angry and that anger kind of turns to Kurt for a little bit. And it's yeah. like, yeah, well, it's one of the, yeah. like, he knows it's not appropriate to be angry at Kurt. Um, and he says something so. about his, like, like, I wish your mom was alive or right. something like that. It's yeah. a tense and emotional scene. Yeah. Um, but sorry, so we have Rachel, Finn, and Quinn. Um, Rachel's... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure why she's... Ta- wait. What? Oh, I think she's talking... So she's talking... It's Rachel and Finn at the very yes. beginning of the scene. Rachel Rachel yeah. is talking to Finn about um, the Defying Gravity solo. She yes. says that having Kurt sing it will alienate the judges. Well, and she also says um, that like she's worried about it because she has no friends, so nobody will vote for her because Kurt yeah. is more popular than her. And and Finn is like, "I'll vote for you, Rachel." Yeah. Well, so yeah, she she knows she's like, "I'm gonna win this diva off anyway." Um, and Finn leads her on a little bit like normal with like the like, "Oh, sure. you're the best! Like you're the best singer, and like everyone loves you and whatever." Um, and uh. then Quinn comes around. Um, and Quinn, uh, Quinn is like, Hey, Hey idiot. Like, here's this like past due notice that came to my parents' house. Yeah. And, um, Rachel's like, I'll let you guys. And Quinn's like, no, I want you here as a witness. I want um, you here as a witness to see this. <laughs> so then Quinn, um, kind of sets an ultimatum for, uh, Finn that if he doesn't pay the bill before it's due something, they're, f- they're finished. They're- finished yeah they're, they're gonna break up or something i don't know how that's gonna yes. help quinn at all but like whatever um, um well i think it's sort of like a i can't trust you to oh be yeah. enough to be with you or something like that um yeah. i do want to make a note before we move too far away from it but we talked about it when we were watching the episode because this this is the last episode that we were able to watch together yes um we were talking about how in fiction rachel's mom is idina menzel yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, well, it's interesting. I can't remember her character's name. But, no, I can't um, either. But yeah, but so Idina Menzel. For those who, I mean, you're listening to a Glee podcast. I'm pretty sure you know who Adele Dazim is. <laughs> Adele Dazim. Yeah. Uh, um, she uh, originated the role of Alphaba in Wicked mm-hmm. and sang "Defying Gravity" yes. on the like original cast recording or whatever. Yep. So yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so that's in, in fiction. We'll get to it because um, it's like, oh, what is her name? Becky with the good hair? No, that can't be right. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't remember. But uh, she she ends up being the coach for Vocal Adrenaline in a future season. Um, no, I think it's, I, I'm pretty head. sure it's this season. 
I don't Maybe know. like second half of this season or something. Yeah, whatever. I, I we'll get to we'll, it. We'll get to it. Um, but so, because yeah, so, um, because she's definitely introduced before Quinn has her baby. Yes, exactly. So. Um, but it has to be. Uh, we'll get to it. I don't want to. I don't want to get. I don't want to spoil no, things. For hashtag no spoilers for anybody who's not on the <laughs> not on the level yet. Um, but yeah. So then the next scene. Um, Puck. So it's it's the bake sale, and Puck is doing a voiceover where he's talking yes. about how he wants to provide for his lady. Um. And so the bake sale is kind of going off the chain. Like people are buying up people these cupcakes. People are, are buying up these red cupcakes. Everybody's fingers are stained bright red. Yes. Um, from um, all this frosting. Yeah. And so uh, as Puck's voiceover is happening, um, my prediction was he definitely did something to the, pup ca- uh, to the cupcakes. And yeah. we find out that he bought weed from Sandy. Yes. He's drugged, the he's drugged the cupcakes. Yes. Um. And he, uh, well, he says something about, like, uh, how he's just put in, in enough to give you, like, the mad munchies. Yes. Um, and then we flash to a, a moment where he's underneath the bleachers in his uh, Glee Club wheelchair. Yes. Talking to Sandy, um, saying, they say I'll never walk again because of the shark or something along yeah. those lines. Exactly, um, yeah. It's a pretty great moment. Um, yeah. Like, a well, really... A really nice one-off joke. Well, so, uh, but I mean, the funny thing is, and we'll get to another one here in just a second, another example of this, but um, it's, again, something that Will makes them do or, like, introduces them to leads them to do a bad thing. Yeah. Like, so we had April Rhodes way back, and she was teaching people how to shoplift and uh, getting and she was. Drunk. Yeah, like, she was getting Kurt drunk and giving him all those nudie mags. Yeah. Um, and so, like, once again, Will has a f- great idea where Puck is now abusing it to get drugs and drug people so that way they can yeah, make money. Like, and drug, like, the entire school yeah, almost. Yeah, exactly. Um, which, I mean, it's just weed, whatever. Yeah. Um, and Sandy offers to give uh, the stuff to Puck for half price. Yeah, because of his, his accident. Um. But yeah, and it's funny, he in Puck's voiceover, he talks about how he told them all it was like his like Aunt Sue's recipe or something. Yeah, special um, recipe. Special recipe. But um, so we find out it is spiked. Um, <laughs> and then it cuts to a Will Creepin' scene where um, Sue is gotta, training... Gotta love, a, gotta love a classic Will Creep. Yeah, so... Um, and Sue... by gotta love, I mean absolutely hate and be really sick of. Yeah, well, so Sue is training Becky... Um, and it's a little rough. She's kind of like, you know, like it's because it's like a one on one session. Yeah, they're one on one in the gym. Yeah. And uh, doing Sue, some jump roping. Yes. Um, and then Sue is like, no, like, like she's, you know, she's doing what like a cheerleading coach who is trying to train up someone who hasn't been a Cheerio for all of the routine, you know, would kind probably of, kind be of doing. Yelling, kind of yelling a little bit like, yeah. faster, go. Yeah. And like, um, you know, they kind of ain't it, ain't. Sorry, they kind of end it with something like, uh, it's like, oh, it needs to be better and like, go hit the showers or something like that. And then Becky, and, like, and Becky, like, smiles and is like, all right, coach. And then, yes. um, trots off with her, um, jump rope. And yeah. then Will is like, what do you think you're doing, Sue? Yeah, he, he comes out from his pervy, creeping hiding spot behind the bleachers. <laughs> um, and, uh, he's like, yeah, Sue, what are you doing? Like, Sue, how, how dare you treat this person like a person? Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, and so... Um, so How Sue dare you kind treat of... this person not like a baby? Yeah, exactly. So Sue kind of points out that Will is asking her to do something bad because 
that's what Will is, like, through and through. Um, and then Sue, or Will kind of claims that Sue is up to something. Um, again, because I, because yeah. Will thinks he's being, like, sanctimonious and, yeah. like... He he's like the worst kind of social justice warrior. That's not really a social. Well, I guess the term social justice warrior kind of encapsulates encapsulates that because it's become so tainted by like sure like by uh, the alt right. Say well, it. I was gonna say I was gonna say by like alt right <laughs> cucks that want you know diversity think diversity is a bad thing. Um, but like he he is kind of that epitome of the that kind of view where it's like oh like you know you know you can't treat someone like you you can't be mean to people who have disabilities like which the thing is like but honestly that's not what sue is doing exactly sue is just treating becky exactly how she treats all the other students exactly which sue points out that that is what she is doing um and i had a note yeah that sue she's, is diff- she's like she's like will would you like me to treat her differently like yeah and sue i, I made a note that sue is definitely up to something all right human compassion um, <laughs> But yeah, so um, this is kind of this is in reference. Like we mentioned it earlier, how Sue will sometimes say something really shitty, but really she'll pull through when you need her to. Yeah, like she's honestly probably one of the best people, like (laughs) coming out of the show. Because well, I mean, no, the best person is definitely Emma. Um, Right, but like I'm saying that like in terms of teachers, like in terms of like because that's the thing is we've seen in earlier episodes that sue actually cares about the students and like she does wants them to succeed she, she cares about their success because their success is her success <laughs> right but like she also cares about like their success for them like she also wants them to succeed yeah, at some level she does whereas will seems to want people to succeed so that way he can relive his glory days and if like it, no i mean if anything he um because uh like he'll do, he'll we'll get to hear his speeches about how they have heart and how they can win and stuff like that but yeah. really it every single rehearsal seems to be like will is like last week will is like here's my favorite song we're going to do this one like, i'm going to sing it like <laughs> yeah i'm going to sing it and dance for you yeah so watch me dance yeah so we'll i mean we'll we'll come back to this a little bit but um the next scene is the diva off um yep. so we're hearing defying gravity um, and, it switches. and it's sung as a duet. Yeah, um, it's, it switches between Kurt and Rachel for us while while it's Kurt is coming Kurt through. has gone first. Yes, so Kurt um, goes first. Which uh, no, like if you've watched the scene, um, knowing that Kurt has gone first gives uh, gives the scene an interesting light. Yeah, well, so um, it's interesting, and we'll get to it in just a second. Um, but so in kind of keeping with it, so Kurt sounds amazing. Um, he didn't of wear course. green though. It's weird. No, so neither he we, nor we Rachel talked about this. wore green, <laughs> but literally everyone else did. Like <laughs> every everyone fucking else wore green. But <laughs> and yeah. here's the it it just doesn't make sense. No, for the two most like the, like, the two it, that you would expect to have the best Broadway knowledge. For some reason, yes. didn't wear green but not, for the alphabet but not, solo. Not even Broadway knowledge. Like, I guess Kurt could probably make the reason, like, be like, it's a little gauche to like dress right. sure. it's in a these specific on the nose, colors, maybe. But yeah. like, I feel like Rachel would be like green for fucking sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. she'd definitely be in like she she might even wear like a wizard. Out- she might even paint her skin green just to like maybe, cement that maybe she she's the wearing diva. like green underwear or something maybe that's true like anyway, she she yeah. figured she was already going to lose because of the popularity thing yeah. um she didn't want to seem like a huge nerd yeah so rachel sounds fine or whatever um so as we get to the high rachel note, sounds the same yeah um so kurt misses the high note um, he does 
the note that we heard him do Hit earlier before. in the episode. Yes. So, um, uh, so I had in, I had in my notes uh, intention question mark. Um, yes. So like, and we'll we'll get to it in a minute or two. But like, it sounds like that might be, um, it might have been an intentional choice by Kurt. But, so we, we know yeah. that he can do it. Like we know that he can do it. So we we do. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah. looking back on the scene, it's kind of interesting to think about because while Rachel is singing, we get flashes of Kurt watching yeah. her do it, and right. he's like kind of composed, just yes. um, like so- sort of stoically watching her. Almost like he's daring her to fail or something like that. Um, right. At least that's how it reads at first. But then you realize, looking back at the scene, like, Kurt messed up that note. Rachel went second. Like, he's just yeah. calmly sitting there watching her do this. Yeah. So, um, like, and Rachel was... is probably like, ha I've already won. Like, yeah. <laughs> let me sing. Well, yeah. And according to the subtitles that we had on, um, Rachel sings perfectly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, but there's so... in brackets, singing perfectly. Yeah. Um but, uh, yeah, so it is, it's weird to think about this scene when you think about the fact that, like, by the time Rachel's up there singing, everybody's already heard Kurt miss that note. That is true. So, like, the decision was probably already made. Because, like we've said in the past, if you miss a single note, then you're a bad singer, and it's not good. Yeah, um, um, and, and I, Sam is referring to when Tina sang... Um, tonight. Tonight, Tonight from... Yeah. Uh, or West I guess Side it's Story. just tonight from West Side Story. Yes. Uh, where she sings it perfectly until the very last note. And then she's like, oh, I sounded fucking terrible. And it's yeah. like, no, you didn't. You sounded great. Yeah. Which, I mean, to be fair, in this case, I guess it counts more because they have specifically identified that one note as being a yes. problem. Um, yeah. But anyway, so then the scene ends. Um, uh, and we go to the next scene where um, I called it baby drug money. Puck sold the drug cupcakes for Quinn's baby. Um, specific, so he says that, like, yeah, we have well, enough money for the... Yeah, he's, he's skimming off of the top of yeah. the fund. Yeah, so, like, they had enough money for the for the bus, but he's like, we had some extra money, and so um, well, I, I Quinn, thought I'd get Quinn it accuses him of t- Quinn accuses him of taking the money, and he's like, well, I made the cupcakes. And it's like, That's yeah, I mean, true. he did. <laughs> like, Yeah. Um, she, uh, she says, you're not a Lima loser. Because he was able to make that much money so fast, um, she says. But he is. But he is a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. Well, she she calls it. She says he's romantic and special. Um, she undersold him before, um, but they don't take the cupcake money. They decide to leave it um, in the funds, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So which means then, this bill is still standing, but I doubt we'll ever hear about it again. Yeah. But um, so then we find out that Finn got a job. Um, he did because. By- Going Rachel to, yeah. Rachel brought him to a restaurant while Finn was in a wheelchair. Yep. Um and was like you you must give my friend a job. <laughs> yes. So this is kind of where it comes back up again. Like Will is trying to teach them all a lesson about how they need to like respect Artie or whatever. Um yep. but Puck lied and got drugs and Finn lied and got a job using the wheelchairs. So Yeah, um Oh, and th- yeah. there's a there's a fun cameo by uh, that one guy from the guild. You like yes, you mentioned yes. that while we were watching. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the waiter at the, the waiter. Re- or the maitre d or whatever the restaurant who gives Finn the job. That's um, fun. Yeah. So then, with this new knowledge, Quinn picks Finn over Puck yet yep. again. So she's like, "Oh, we got a job! Like, awesome! Like, it's gonna happen now or whatever." Um, I mean, maybe it's because Finn's quarterback, and Quinn is just obsessed with that fantasy. 
Maybe. But I, I feel like like she has more chemistry with Puck. Puck's more I do fun too. to be around. Yeah, well, Puck we looks less it. constipated. Yeah, and like they had the like flirty like food fight scene earlier, which yeah. we haven't seen anything like that between her and Finn. Like, ugh. I guess like they do. We have seen them like making out a couple times. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know. Like, really, they just stand close to each other <laughs> a yeah. lot. Um. But yeah. So then. Um. Uh. So then we cut to talking about how they raised. Um, yes, twelve hundred dollars with the bake sale, which is impressive enough for the bus and case two cases of Natty Light for the way home. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. So Puck suggests the Natty Light, but that gets shot down. Um, and uh, Will is like, "Ha ha, you wish." And yeah. you know, it's it's kind of a uh, because this is the scene uh, that takes place in the auditorium, right? Yes. Uh, and yeah, and then Artie says, so there's "Yeah, this." What does there's- Artie say? Well, so Artie, um, so they, they're like, oh, it's, we raised $1,200. And then Artie says, hey, like, that was really cool of you guys and um, and everything. But I'm going to, like, I, my dad can just drive me to sectionals. Um, let's use the money to make this auditorium wheelchair accessible. Yeah. So that's pretty Which cool. Which is really, it's pretty sweet, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, cool job, Artie. Uh, and then we see Artie and Tina. No, no, not yet. Um, okay before that before that so then we cut to will and figgins's office where he's complaining about sue because sue has been doing like oh, you know she's oh, been helping yeah. becky um, will will is yeah. like sue is up to something figgins <laughs> yeah and he's like maybe she has a brain tumor or something um which is insulting yeah he, he he's like how could he be be being nice to, how could she be being nice to her like yeah Maybe um, maybe Sue's got a brain tumor. <laughs> yeah, and so then we cut well, to... Well, I think it's because, like, like Sue hates Will. Because right. Will is a bad person. Exactly. Um, and, Will is, so. and Will is upset that Sue doesn't hate everyone. <laughs> right, yeah. He, he, he gets the brunt of her hatred, so he thinks that she's a very bad person. But we know that Sue isn't a very bad person. And to prove it, um, we see Sue... So Sue is going to a um, kind of like a hospice Elder, facility. It, yeah, it looks like an elderly care facility. Um, yeah, and so she goes to check in, or she goes to the lady at the front, the lady at the front is like, like, she, she's saying something, we're not entirely sure why she's there, but she says something about, oh, I'm coming, like, I, I should really come out and see her more often, and the woman's like, you're yeah, here, she's like, like, all the time, like. She's like, she's very excited to see you, like, you're here all the time. Yeah, um, and we find out that she's visiting Jean, her older sister, um, yes. who is, um, who all who also, also has, has Down syndrome. Down syndrome, yep. Yeah. Um, and so, uh. So it and like I said, it seems like Sue visits her a lot because we do get that um, information from the front desk receptionist. Um, and then we see a a really nice scene where Sue is reading um, to Jean. Um, from it's Little Red Riding Hood, I believe. Hood. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and they but... they share a very sweet moment where they hold hands and yeah. It's 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 a really um, a look into Sue's life that we haven't gotten to see before. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, like we can't we can't make like make all the excuses for Sue because she does say some pretty shitty things. Yeah. Like but like at the some same bla- time, like blatant yeah. transphobia and blatant ableism like aren't chill, but um Yeah. But we really do see um a different side of Sue here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like again, like I I will stand by this, but like I think Sue is honestly one of the best teachers at that school. 
Yeah. But I'm not sure what she teaches. So, like, I don't know how She's just the Cheerios coach. Which, again, I I don't think is a faculty position, but... No, but she definitely (laughs) has an office. Yeah. Hmm. Um, But anyway, so... Um, so that's that scene. And then um, we cut to, so Tina and Artie have a bit of a date where they both. Um, they are they, wheelchair racing yeah, in they, the hallway at night. Yeah. Well, question so question mark, question mark. <laughs> I, I think they had a, I think they went out and got dinner beforehand and things like that, but they did it while they were both in their wheelchairs. So it was like a fun, like wheelchair date, I guess. Um, but so they're it's racing in the hallway. It's kind of bizarre that they, um, that they came back to the school at night. Yeah. Well, it's because we don't have the money for any other locations to film. <laughs> Not things. even like a like a fucking park or something. No, <laughs> no um, way. But yeah, so they're racing in the hallway, our favorite place to be in the school. Um, and uh, then they have they kiss. They have a tender moment where um, Artie kisses Tina, and then Tina opens up to Artie um, about the fact that she doesn't actually have a stutter. Well, more. I think what actually happens is Tina gets out of her wheelchair to kiss Artie. Um, yeah. And then Artie is like, I'm so glad I can relate to you because of your stutter. Yes. And, and Tina's um, like, oh. Tina's like, I don't actually have a stutter. Right. Uh, she talks about how when she was in the sixth grade, I believe, or maybe yeah. later than that. Like, Something like that. I, it's middle school-ish. She, I, during middle school, she had to give a presentation. She was too nervous to give it. So she claimed that she had a stutter. And then she had to affect a stutter yep. for multiple years. Yep. Um, which, so, uh, yeah. Artie, uh, Artie is, like, really upset. He's, like, upset yep. about her lying. Um, but also, like, he shouldn't base all of his, like, attraction and, like, well, like so somebody based before, on, like... Before we, um, before we get to one, that... One part he, of them, you know? Yeah, yeah. But before we get to that, so he's pissed. He he says, like, he's like, I can't fake this. Like, he's like, I'm... Yeah. Like, I can't which, fake being in a wheelchair. Um, and so he does the, like, equivalent of... Like, he storms out, which the equivalent, of course, is rolling out. Um, a rollout. Yeah, but... Uh, Autobots. But so that's the thing is, I, I mean, like, Artie Did you is, get it? Did you... I did. Did you get my Transformers? I did, but I want to talk you. about Glee and not, not Transformers. Um <laughs> Good. But uh, Artie, so that's the thing is Artie is fetishizing impairments, which is, he is a weird thing. It makes sense kind of because like, sure. I mean, obviously that's going to be something that you do if you're in a minority group is you seek out other people that, you know, you can, that relate, you can relate to. That you can relate to, for sure. Um, but it is definitely one of those things where he put so much emphasis on this idea that Tina has a stutter that when she reveals that she doesn't have a stutter, like he takes it super personally and is like, you've been lying to me this whole time and there's no way I could lie about my impairment to you. So like, yeah, it's I not mean, good. I feel like it's an interesting thing to think about though, because like oh, yeah. she's had to affect this stutter for multiple years and has probably yeah. faced like plenty of problems because of this stutter that she's been, uh, that she's, that she's had. It, right. Like, yeah. But at the same um, time, yeah, I mean, I can understand, yeah. like, like he feels betrayed, which, you know. Which he, he definitely should, you know, right. like, like he has been lied to. Exactly. Um, but so also, anyway, so, like, yeah. it's not like it's, it's not like it's really a betrayal when it's just, like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. It's not yeah. like she's a different person just because she, because stutters can, like, go, come and go. Yeah, exactly. Too. You know, yeah, and yeah, and that's the thing is, I think, um, I think for 
for the purposes of this, like he kind of blew it out of proportion. Yeah. Um, because he wanted it to be more like he, he made it a bigger thing because he wanted to have somebody to relate to. Um, then it actually, then either of us apparently, like then either of us consider it, I guess is probably how we should put it. Cause like, like sure. for us, it's not a big deal. Cause we're like, Oh, like, you know, you know, yeah. stutters or whatever. But for him, but- it was a really big deal because it meant there was someone else that like had the same, like, cause even though we've talked about how they're all diverse in their own way or whatever, they're all, they're, they're all outsiders or whatever. Yeah. Like for him, like that was the other, the only other person in the group that like shared the same kind of like. Which, yeah, like, I can, it's, his reaction is completely reasonable. Yep. Really. But also, we shouldn't fetishize, um... Yeah, we shouldn't fetishize those types of things anyway, like... (laughs) You're right. Okay, let's Um, move forward. The next scene is another... Their interaction ends poorly. Yes, it it ends poorly. It looks like uh, Tardy isn't going to go forward from this, um... The next scene I have titled Daddy-O number two, because Kurt is talking with Bert again. It's Bert and Kurt back in the mechanic shop. Yep. Um, he, because they don't Kurt is, have anything else <laughs> besides is, the house, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because we've seen, we've seen their basement, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Kurt is telling Bert about the solo. Yes. The, and, the yep. diva off. Yep. And so he says, you know, I didn't uh, get do you it. Think that's, do you think that's kind of fucked up? Yeah, that like, term is not great um, because it's, I don't know. It's, to be honest, maybe like my initial reaction is that it's not great, but then I think about it and it's like, to be fair, that is kind of the presence that like, you know, someone that would yeah. have a solo, like a Broadway solo would have is they, they're a diva. I would just, I would but. just feel more comfortable if like Kurt took the title of diva himself. Sure. You yeah, know, instead fair. of like having somebody else give it to him, right? Well, like with yeah. with Rachel, I'm kind of like, yeah, you're a fucking diva. Well, but... to be fair, and I mean to be fair, we named it that because that's what Rachel called it. Like, I don't True. know if anyone else really referred to it that way. I think Rachel did. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Kurt says like, and so Bert gets really upset because he he's like, oh, like you know, it wasn't fair. Like, you didn't get the solo. Let me fucking call the school. Yeah. <laughs> And then so Kurt reveals that he blew the audition. So he did it on purpose, um, which Bert he's is like, upset. He's like, he's like, Dad, I messed up the note on purpose. Yeah, which Bert is upset about that. But Kurt says that he just couldn't do it to his dad. Um, yeah. And this is on um, the heels of that call that Bert got. Where yeah, that, it was that like, phone call. Yeah. Because and, um, if if Kurt had gotten the solo, it would mean that he's singing um, um, effeminately, I suppose, in yeah. front of uh, like... A auditoriums full yeah. of people yeah which uh like kurt seems to be comfortable with but right. he knows yeah. that it could put his dad in a more uncomfortable position and he doesn't right. want to do that yep um and uh kurt um says a wonderful line that i really like that i wrote down yes which is, he tells bert i love you more than i love being a star which is yeah, which is something yeah. that Rachel Berry would never say. <laughs> exactly, it, it's like the stark distinction between him and Rachel. Um, but so then, um, this scene ends. I think they hug probably because that's kind of yeah. How those things they go. probably hug, and then uh, Bert is like, "Want you want to help me doing this car thing?" And Kurt is like, "Yeah, sure. Let me go get my coveralls on. I'm wearing an Alexander McQueen." Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but so then the next scene is because because guess what, Sam? What? Um, this gay stereotype. Is not just one type of gay stereotype. I don't. He's oh, multi-layered. Yeah, I get it because he he'll work on the car with his dad. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. 
yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant because he was wearing Alexander McQueen. And I'm like, no, he wears designer stuff because he's gay, <laughs> obviously. Anyway, um, but yeah, so the next scene is the wheelchair number. So they're performing the wheelchair number yes. in the auditorium for practice. And the, it's... the costumes are fun. Um, yes. It's jeans, yellow t-shirts, and suspenders. Yes. Um, I think the girls have pigtails, or at least some of them do. Um, really, it's, it's, a, it's a bright, fun, happy number. Yes, because the number is Proud Mary. Which, as Maggie pointed out earlier, um, does have the line rolling (laughs) down the river. Rolling on the river. Yeah. Um, And uh, honestly, this is like some kitschy fun. It's pretty great. Yeah. Well, so I made a note. um, They didn't have to transpose it because Mercedes leads with Artie. (laughs) Um, Uh, Because, yes, it is originally sung by Tina Turner. Tina Turner. The one and only, the indomitable. Yes. Um, uh, I made a note that Finn ruins it at the top. So I'm guessing there's something he does that's stupid and I hate him. Um, <laughs> it's really, but it, it is really fun choreography and kind of similar to like the vitamin D episode. Everyone is really excited, but it doesn't get to that like shitty level I, of acting. I that think, we saw I before. think maybe you think it's like the vitamin D episode because everyone's wearing yellow and they well, wore yellow for that halo number. That's true. <laughs> but also like, they're all like really energetic. Yeah, they, they are pretty energetic. Um, yeah. And there's like some, like some sort of multi-level ramps on the stage that they sort yes. of wheel around on. It's great. Yeah. Um, it's a really fun number. Um, and so, yeah, so that's the whole episode. Um, it only took forever to get yes. through. Yes. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and do our, our bits so that way we can uh, bugger off. Um, the podcast business. The, co- the podcast business. Um, so I'm going to, I'll go ahead and start us off. Um, go with, first. With the gold stars. Um, so I give my gold star to Kurt for this episode. Um, nice. Uh, I said it was kind of like obviously like it's the whole loving his dad thing. Um, mostly, honestly, I think it's because kind of coming from like it, it sucks because like obviously like for this time period there were not very many characterizations of gay men in yeah. the media. I mean, there were a couple, and there were definitely I mean, more of gay like, men than there were of gay fucking women. Fucking Will and Grace had yeah. uh, had done its full run already you know but right. like yeah but like for young gay men like for people that are like you know coming teens. out in like areas that aren't new york city or san francisco yeah. um yeah like so, a, like a teen boy in yeah. middle of america yeah in rural yeah. america so um i think that's part of part of it for me too is it kind of makes me a little like choked up inside that he's like you know like his dad like it's really shitty what happens and he's willing to like take a take sacrifice for his dad which is pretty cool Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, who, who would you give your gold star to? I mean, this is a tough one, right? Because like the whole episode is supposed to be about Artie, but I feel like we never really get good yeah. Artie scenes. It's like, true. We, no, we don't. Like we get, um, the, his number at the beginning. Um, but like his scenes with Tina are really his only like big, like talking bits. And um, the, as and we discussed, yeah, some of them aren't even good. Like... <laughs> They're not like I mean. There's the one where he like kind of mumbles about his penis a little bit. Um, yeah, and, and then, then there's the one where he fetishizes her stutter. So like, yeah. Sorry, kind of rough. Like he's his singing is very good though. Like I will give like like dancing dancing um, with myself is very good. Sure. it's a very good number. Um, maybe I'll give my hmm. Who do I want to give my gold star to? I mean, it's hard. I yeah. Like I've because I've given it. Who- well, who like who have you given it to? Well, I I I 
I've given my gold star to Sue before. Yeah. Um, and Sue could deserve a gold star this episode. Puck could deserve a gold star this episode for like that's those small comedic bits that are really well done. Yeah. Um, Hmm. <laughs> well, so my my notes, um, I had also Sue in parentheses after my Kurt stuff. Um, so that's that's who I would give, like, if I had a second one to give. But it's up um, to you. Yeah, I, I think I will give it to Sue this episode. Yeah. Um, even though, like, we've, we've given it to her before. And Kurt, like, I'm going to split my star in half and give half to Kurt, half to Sue. Okay. Um. Because those really are the standouts for this episode. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could give it to Quinn. Um, yeah, that's fair. But, but like we, but I don't know. No, I mean she's what she's doing to Finn is reprehensible. It's shitty. It's pretty it is pretty shitty. Really um, bad. So, but the, there is that good line where she's like, "No, I want you to witness this." Um, yeah, exactly. When, when her and like, Quinn are, when her and Finn are fighting, she looks great. That's fun. In- well, she does. She also looks great in normie clothes, and the scene with her and Puck where they food fight is a Cute. really good scene. So, um, um, but anyway, but so, I think but, I, I think so. I gave Quinn um, the uh, a gold star like a couple episodes back when she um, sang "Hanging On." So. Yeah. See, well, cool. so here's the thing: I don't think we should worry too much about giving gold stars to the same people more because I think okay. it just goes to show that some of the characters on this show are just better than are, other characters. Are just, are just better written and better acted. Yeah, exactly. It's true. Um, um so have to anyway. have to Kurt, have to Sue. Decided. Um, uh, what's I'll, next? I'll, well, I'll I'll, rem- I'll um, go back on mine a little bit and say that I'll give half of mine to Kurt and half mine to Sue as well, so that way each of them gets oh. a full gold star. So they um, each they each get um. It's we we should. Uh, actually make like a physical chart with those yeah. like star stickers and just rip them in half we'll we'll rip <laughs> one in half okay we'll rip two in half so that way each of them yeah um Perfect. anyway so then yeah best number um i said for best number uh proud mary it's yeah really i'm good. gonna yeah. i'm gonna have to agree with you on that one because it's yeah. really because the defying gravity um duet is good but i'd yes. rather just hear one person sing it and that person be kurt yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, and along those lines, like, I mean, those numbers are fun, but they're just not as fun as, like, a, like, we're here for Glee Club. Yeah, and honestly, Dancing With Myself is pretty forgettable. Um, Um, I really like it, mostly because I like that song anyway. Yeah, maybe it's because it's near the beginning of the episode, but, like, by the end, I've, like, kind of forgotten it. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I really like the ensemble numbers more than I like solos, I think, to be fair. Yeah, I agree. So, anyway... Um, so that's best number. And then rating, um, I said I'd slush you this one time out of five. Um, mostly just for some of the stupid stuff, but sure. in general, it was really good. Not the yeah, best episode was, so um, far, but was, like a pretty good one. It was a fine episode. I would say it's um, middling to fair, but yeah. uh, I'll also give it one slushy. And yeah. the flavor is orange. Nice. Yeah, not too bad. Um, yeah, so then, yeah, so next week, um, we're going to talk about episode 10, which is called Ballad. Um, Woo! We're getting, uh, we're getting into the double digits. How does it feel? God, not, not <laughs> great. Cause yeah, but it's fine. Um, yeah, so we'll do that. And then, yeah, in the meantime, um, you can find us 
on Facebook. If you search for Sam and Maggie Hate Glee, you can find us yep. on Twitter with the handle at SNM Hate Glee, and you can email us at SNM Hate Glee at gmail.com. Um, and if yeah. you have a friend or loved one or enemy that you know likes Glee, you should suggest our podcast um, that, and remind them that they don't have to watch the episodes because we do go pretty in-depth beat by beat um, yes. we, in we relation go into, to the episodes. We go into painstaking detail. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, and yeah, if you... Um, yeah, if and you, really, this is uh, this is the time to get on board because we're really going to start hating it soon. Right, it's true. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the other thing. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Also, if you have, um, if you'd use Apple Podcasts, if you could review us on iTunes, um, I know everyone says that, but like, it is important. I think I'm not sure how that yeah, really works. I mean, but... it's important. It's important because the more higher ratings we have, the more suggest like will appear in people's suggestions more. Yeah, that's which true. means we'll get more listeners. And wouldn't that be great if just a whole bunch of people had to listen to us talk about Glee. Yeah, and not had they, to, get to. Yeah, they 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 <laughs> have the privilege. privilege. Um, and also, <laughs> if that way we can sell Lacroix to them, that'd be great. Of um, course. Um, really, I just want to get free Pamplemousse Lacroix delivered to my parents' house. <laughs> yeah this this episode was unofficially sponsored by Lacroix. Um, mostly out of love for the beverage. Thanks, Lacroix. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't think so. I'm no. Uh, we've done all the business. Uh, we yeah. said all the socs. We yep. asked. Uh, we basically plugged ourselves and um, asked for people to take mercy on us and suggest <laughs> us to our to their friends. That's uh, true. I don't think I, there's anything else. I am excited for the end of this season because I think we should do a kind of like a recappy episode of the season. And at that point, yeah. you know, it could be one of those things where you and a couple friends just sit down and are like, hey, let's binge the whole first season of Glee and Sam and Maggie hate Glee because why not? That'd be perfect. Um, um, it'll, it will take you probably over 24 hours to complete. <laughs> it'll take you a very long time. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think that's everything for now. Stay so, hydrated. Yeah, I'm Sam. And I'm Maggie. And we hate Glee. From the top. <laughs>